podcast, Coffee with Kendra. I am your host, Kendra Nicole, and today I'm really excited for this episode, but before I even get started, I just really want to apologize if you hear any muffling sounds or if I sound different. I am recording downstairs in a different location because my office where I normally record is just really hectic (laughs) up there and it's kind of like chaotic and I really didn't want to record in a space like that. I'm still unpacking from the wedding and moving in with Jackson and the rest of the week I was going to focus on that but I did want to have this podcast episode up so we got to do what we got to do and I'm literally downstairs in my living room sitting on the couch recording this so please forgive me for any muffling sounds. I hope that this sounds okay but today I'm excited for this episode because I came up with this idea immediately after talking about getting out of a rut from last week and I knew this is a podcast episode that I've been wanting to do anyways because I have been working on this all summer and now that it is officially fall time, I think it's the perfect time to talk about it. So as you can tell by the title today, I'm going to be talking about how to romanticize your life, what does that mean, what does that look like, and the benefits of it. And I'm just so excited for it because like I said last week, I talked about how to get out of a rut and feel motivated again. And I feel like with romanticizing your life, which if you don't know what that means, is basically like finding joy and fulfillment in the mundane things. And so I feel like for us, now that we're out of that rut, well, hopefully you are. If not, go recap that episode if you like. But since we're trying to find motivation and get out of a rut, I truly believe if we romanticize our lives... We can definitely, that can definitely motivate us to stay out of a rut, if that makes sense. But I'll talk about more of that in a little bit. I actually wanted to go over some new segments for my podcast that I would love to start doing. So they're still kind of the same things. I usually do like a high and low of the week before I get started into the content of what the podcast episode is about. But instead of doing a highs and lows, I kind of wanted to do a share highlight of the week and something that I'm working on. So it's still technically a high and low, but instead of calling it a high and low, I'm going to share a highlight of my week, whatever that is. And then instead of a low, because sometimes after talking about the lows of my week, I just feel a little like negative and I don't feel great about myself. So instead of sharing like a low of the week, I'm going to share something that I'm working on. And that will give me literally by the end of the year, 52 different things that I'm working on throughout the year. And hopefully I think it'll make me better and maybe it can help you guys to think "Hmm, what do I need to work on this week too so that's a new segment that I want to implement in my podcast and another thing is like a quote of the week so every week I want to share a quote or a scripture of the week that goes with whatever I'm talking about so for this week I do have a quote but I'll get into that after I share the highlight of my week and something that I'm working on but hopefully you guys don't mind this I of course got these ideas from listening to other podcasts and like they have highs and lows as well but I forget the podcast episode maybe it was 80 20 um I can't remember but there's a lifestyle podcast out there that I was listening to and the host this was like um something she was sharing something she was working on and if I figure it out I'll definitely link her like podcast in the show notes because we got to give credit out here but I just thought that was such a great idea so let's just go ahead and jump into that and then we can jump into how to romanticize our lives so for 
the highlight of my week. Honestly, it was just the feedback I got from last week's episode because again, it was like a couple of months, I believe, since I recorded a podcast episode. And so, of course, my family and friends listen to my podcast and those are the ones that support me mostly right now, but they were all just so encouraging and everyone was saying how that episode really helped them or it came in a great time. And I just thought that was so lovely. Like that literally was the highlight of my week, which made me want to record this episode even more. So just shout out to everybody who supports me, who's listening right now. Even if you don't even care about this title, Romanticizing Your Life, and you're just listening to this to support me, it truly, truly means everything to me. And thank you so much. And now I'm going to go over something that I am working on this week. So something I'm working on this week is trusting in myself, but not necessarily like that. Like it's really trusting in God. But what I mean by trusting in myself is that, okay, I'm going to give you guys an example. So Sunday night, the week this is going up, this past Sunday was a horrible, horrible storm. And Jackson is still working overseas, so he's not here. And so I was by myself and the power went out for the first time. And this was also my first night here where there's a storm. And I'm not saying I was scared, but I was just like, I just had a lot of anxiety. And I was just like, why am I scared? I'm safe. I have a roof over my head. I'm okay where I am. And I don't think it was necessarily that I was scared of the storm. It was just, I didn't know the uncertainties. And I was like, I don't know when the power is coming back on. What if um, a tree branch falls on my car? Because by our apartment, there's like trees everywhere. And we're kind of like in the woods. And so I was just like, what if a tree branch falls on my car? And just all these little things. And of course... <laughs> the storm was fine. It was really bad. Literally, there was like tree limbs the next morning everywhere. I'm pretty sure a tree outside of our apartment got struck by lightning and thankfully nobody got hurt from that or any damages. But I was just thinking like this week, I need to learn to trust God. And with Jackson being gone, I don't think I have another choice. Like I need to rely on myself to feel confident in myself, but ultimately trust God in my everyday life. And that's something that I need every day, but that's definitely something I've been trying to focus on this week for sure. And definitely just reading my devotionals every morning and at night, my mom is really sweet. And when I moved out, she had got me a devotional on like, it's like a Psalms book. I'll definitely link it in a blog post if you guys are interested. And she gave me a book over the Psalms and it's supposed to help you like trust God and like get a restful sleep and it's been so helpful and it's very convicting though because it's very like why are you stressing about things that are happening tomorrow and tomorrow hasn't even happened yet and or it talks about why are you stressing trying to go to sleep and you're not putting your trust in God and it's been so helpful so this week I've definitely been trying to work on trusting God, believing in myself, and with Jackson being gone, like I said, I feel like I don't have a choice. Um, He's not here every day, and that's just something that I have to deal with, and that's totally fine. But now let's go ahead and jump into the quote of the week. So like I said, I want to talk about romanticizing your life and what that looks like, but there's this really, really nice quote that I found by the American poet Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he said, the creation of a thousand forests is in one acorn. So before I even break down this quote, think of an acorn and how small that is. When you plant it, it turns into a beautiful, beautiful tree. So to me, what 
Emerson was saying was the smallest things can bring joy and over time it has the potential to bring like immense joy and beauty. And so after I read this quote, I noticed how small an acorn was because like I said, me and Jackson kind of live in the woods in our apartment complex and there are acorns everywhere. And I literally picked one up after reading this quote the other night and I was like, this acorn is so small, but these trees are so beautiful. And it just reminded me to just take joy in the little things because you never know what it can grow into. And so I just want to leave that quote with you. I'm going to say it one more time. The creation of a thousand forces in one acorn. So this can kind of definitely get us into the content of today of why romanticizing your life is, I think it's important and I think it's something that everyone should do, but also how we can do that because I feel like people talk about it and it's really popular right now on TikTok and YouTube, at least what I've seen. But I'm like, I feel like people don't talk about the benefits of it. Like they talk about how they romanticize their life and like the things that they're doing. But I want to talk about how you can implement this in your own life. And I think ultimately, like I said, it will continue to help you get out of a rut and help you stay motivated like in last week's episode. So let's just go ahead and jump into how to romanticize your life and what that looks like. Okay, so about romanticizing your life. First, I want to give the definition of it because I feel like people talk about it, but no one's really breaking it down per se. So if you don't know, romanticizing your life is finding beauty and joy in meaning in the everyday things and just to give appreciation to the world around you and ultimately find meaning in everyday tasks, rather that be large or small. So I think romanticizing your life is really just finding joy, like finding it in the mundane things that you have to do every day. Because honestly, <laughs> the things that we have to do every day and what comes to mind for whatever reason is like chores, like filling up your car with gas, washing dishes, cleaning your house, washing clothes, like things like that. It's like, honestly, I mean, I don't find it fun, but once you do find a reason to be joyful about it, it literally changes your life. So that's why I'm sharing this today because like I keep saying, I truly think it's going to help us stay motivated every day and stay out of a rut because we can find motivation in our everyday. This will totally help us stay out of a rut and we can be positive. And I think that's just amazing. And so the next thing I kind of want to talk about is the benefits of romanticizing one's life. So I think once you find joy in every day, you will see the benefits of it, which will ultimately help you in your life. So one of the benefits of romanticizing your life is cultivating positivity and happiness in the mundane things, like I keep saying. Another one, though, is feeling a sense of meaning and purpose in your everyday. Because once you find joy in the mundane things, you feel like you have more of a purpose. And I kind of think of, I mean, I don't have any kids, but I kind of think of women who have children and I hear all the time, which is so sad that they just feel like they lose themselves or they're just a mother. And I think that it's far from the truth. I mean, again, I don't have kids, but I just think that's so wonderful that you are a mother because you have a purpose. Your purpose is to raise your children up and of course, in you know, God's light and everything, but that's a purpose within itself. And I think that's so amazing. Now, do I believe that's the only purpose a woman should have if she has kids? No. But once you find every day that you're doing this, I think it's just so wonderful. So just finding meaning and purpose in your everyday is a benefit of romanticizing your life. 
But I think a big thing of it also that's a benefit of romanticizing your life is cultivating gratitude, which I'm definitely going to get into because I don't think you can romanticize your life without gratitude. So I'm definitely going to spend a while on that topic. So now I kind of want to talk about how we can romanticize our lives. And I have a few points here that I want to go over. But before we get started, I want to take a moment with you guys just to in this moment, no matter what you're doing, unless if you're driving, please like focus on driving. (laughs) But I just want to take a breath, take in this moment and just be present. Because I believe with romanticizing your life, you shouldn't be thinking about what happened yesterday and you shouldn't be thinking about tomorrow. Again, that's something that I'm working on. That's something that I said that I was working on this week, which is trusting in God and myself and having more confidence in myself. But just be present in the moment. I definitely think that is something huge in romanticizing life that people should definitely consider. But just take a moment, just breathe in and breathe out and just think about this moment think of three things right now in this moment that you are grateful for because that's ultimately romanticizing your life right there and i'm gonna talk about this point later but i just want you guys to be in the present right now just think about it if you're doing chores right now i'm definitely gonna give some pointers while you're doing chores that i think will help you feel like you're not just doing this you know because you have to but i really lately have been enjoying romanticizing my life and these points that i'm giving you are things that i think works and it worked for me so i'm going to share them with you and the first one is waking up knowing it's a new day so whatever happened yesterday it's in the past you can't change the past really but you can change today and what your future will look like so even though tomorrow is not here yet focus on today and what's ahead of you But don't get caught up in yesterday. With romanticizing your life, you need to be grateful for the life that you have today. And I think that is so, so important. And not just romanticizing your life. You don't have to romanticize your life. But I do think that one should wake up and feel like, okay, it's a new day. I can make new changes. I didn't like how yesterday was, but today's a new day and I can be better. Or just anything like that. Like, just take a moment and I, like I said, I do a lot of reflection on my podcast, but I just think it's so monumental <laughs> when we think of it that way. And so definitely wake up knowing it's a new, new day. You can start something. You can end something that was toxic for you or negative in your life. You can end that today if you want. So just take time, do some reflection and just think, okay, today's a new day. I don't know what's going to happen today. I can't control what happens today but i can control what i do and my actions and i think that's something that everyone should do really and the second thing is to find join your routine and just have something to look forward to in the morning and at night so this might be weird for you guys but some how i've been romanticizing my life honestly is i really truly do look forward to the next day Um, I think last week maybe I talked about how I'm anxious going to bed. I don't know why I am, but I think that goes back to the whole I need to trust God thing. But to make myself calm down, especially when Jackson's not here, I think of what am I excited for this morning? And I'm not going to lie, it's always what I'm going to eat for breakfast or simply just getting coffee. I don't know why. 
I just love like knowing, oh, I get to like eat a yummy breakfast in the morning and or get a really good coffee or make a good coffee. I have been obsessed with the Starbucks like Frappuccino drinks that you can buy at Walmart and like keep in your fridge. I mean, they're kind of just like basic, but they are so good to me. And I look forward to putting it in my little mason jar in the morning with my straw, adding whipped cream and some cinnamon. It's just so good. And that's literally something that I look forward to in my day. And another thing is my skincare routine. I've kind of changed my skincare routine a bit and I definitely want to talk about that in a future episode, but just finding joy in my routine has helped me romanticize my life, which ultimately has been helping me be motivated because it's like, okay, I'm up out of bed. I'm ready to start the day. If I put my makeup on and I put some new clothes on and then I eat my yummy breakfast, I feel like I'm just ready to conquer the day. So definitely find something that works for you guys. And then at night, for me, again, it's my skincare. I love my skincare routine, but also after I take a shower because I like taking my showers at night, I love applying lotion and perfume right after the shower to make myself feel good. And I just love it so much. And that is romanticizing your life. You're enjoying the things that you have to do and you're finding fulfillment in those things. Do those things really, really ultimately matter at the end of the day? Maybe eating breakfast, but everything else, no. That's romanticizing your life. So find something to look forward to in the morning and at night. And that could be whatever you want. It could just be, I don't know, going for a walk in the morning before you start your day or doing your workout. Or it could simply be reading a little fiction book that you can like take 10 minutes to read in the morning and then read it before bed. It's whatever you want it to be. Those are definitely ways to romanticize your life because you're taking time to just be in the present and I truly believe that's what romanticizing your life is and I find joy in it and I hope you guys do too another thing that you can do is to make things that you don't want to do fun so for an example I hate besides making a bed like from fresh sheets and everything besides that I hate doing the dishes like sometimes I'm just like I literally just don't even want to pick up this gross food that's been sitting here it's all squishy and nasty I don't want to touch it I hate doing dishes but to find joy in it all I do is put some music on or I'll watch a YouTube video on my iPad and like put it in the kitchen or I'll listen to a podcast and I make it fun and once I do that I feel like I'm not even washing dishes at that point I'm just going about my day, taking time to listen to a podcast, an audible book, or anything like that. I just try to make it fun. And I think with romanticizing your life, that's what you have to do. And so for you, that might be playing some music or watching a TV show while you're folding your clothes. Or maybe that's having a a reward for after you finish that task that you don't want to do. So the other day, I did have to wash dishes and I was like, I do not want to do this. I literally want to sit on the couch and play video games. And I was about to. I sat down and I literally was about to turn the game on and I said, you know what? Those dishes in there are bothering me. I am not going to play the game today until I wash dishes. And my dumb self didn't wash dishes immediately, but I did not play my game because I didn't wash dishes. But once I did, I just felt so happy because I got that task done. And I felt like it truly was a reward when I sat down and played my game because it's like, I cleaned up the kitchen. I feel great. Now I can just relax all day. So just try to make the things you don't want to do fun. And I promise it does make a difference. And again, that keeps you motivated and out of a rut because you're finding a reason 
to do these things and I think that is just so helpful so another thing that you can do if you want to romanticize your life is to pursue your passions and hobbies on the daily so I know I talk about this a lot on my podcast but I am just a big advocate for pursuing your passions and your hobbies and I can definitely do a podcast episode over finding your passions or helping you discovering yours because I don't know like I said I'm a huge advocate for passions I love passions I love helping people find their passions I love helping people figure out what they want to do with their life and I even have me and Jackson we have a friend who just kind of I wouldn't say he discovered his passion but he's pursuing it and he has been like so happy about it and I made a joke with him and I was like hey you should come on the come on the podcast and talk about it because I think that's something that people look for and he was down so if you're listening to this you need to be on the podcast soon and we can talk about it together but I definitely think you should make time for your hobbies and stuff because I definitely truly believe it helps you romanticize your life like so for pursuing your passions and hobbies for me for my hobby I actually love researching content for the podcast and thinking about content ideas for my youtube channel i think it's so fun and it just makes me feel like i am kind of being productive in a sense even though it's not technically work for me it doesn't feel like work it does sometimes when i'm like editing maybe but when i take time in my day to pursue the goals that i have for myself it helps me romanticize my life in a way because it's like I'm finding joy and fulfillment in doing this because this is what I want to do and this is where I want to be. And so once you find what your hobbies are and what you're passionate about, please do it every day. And I mentioned that in my in my last ep- episode with, you know, motivation and being in the rut, but I truly believe if you do what you if you do what you love to do every day, you're going to romanticize your life because you're finding joy in those everyday things. So definitely take some time, figure out your passions and your hobbies and cater to it every day. Treat it like a baby, let it grow. And it's just going to be so great. And I feel like it's going to fulfill your life also. And I believe this is the last point. I don't really have like a set number, but this is the last thing that comes to mind, which I think is obviously most important, which is practice gratitude. So practicing gratitude, obviously there are so many perks to that in itself, which is one of them is to shift your focus on positive aspects of your life, despite what's going on in it. So like I said earlier, what were those three things that you thought about when I asked you, what are three things that you're grateful for today? That helped you focus on a positive aspect of your life and what's going on in it. You might have had a trashy day today. You might have had the worst morning of your life. You might be having a rough week. But when you take the time every day to think about things that you're grateful for, it helps you to be present, which is one of the benefits of practicing gratitude. But also, you can recognize the blessings that are all around you. Whether you believe in God or not, there are things that you should be grateful for. And I can tell you right now, one of them is probably being able to listen to this podcast. Are you listening to it on your phone? Are you listening to it wherever you listen to podcasts? You're able to do that. And I feel like that's something you should be grateful for because some people don't even have access to this type of stuff. And so, and it's great for you because if you clicked on this episode or you tapped on this episode, whether you're supporting me or not, you want to know about how to romanticize your life and you're already doing something better for yourself that others can't do. So you should be grateful for it. But another reason why practicing gratitude is, and I think is beneficial, is because it gives you a sense of contentment. And so once you say what you're grateful for, that helps you to be content with what you have and what's going on around you. You can't control all your situations. As humans, I think, and even in the Bible, it says that we're going to face trials and tribulations here on earth. 
But when we take time to figure out what's, what we're grateful for, it helps you to be content with what's going on or just not think about things you need. Because I feel like as humans, we're always needy and we always want, you know, the next big thing. But it's like, let me just sit back and think about what I love and what I'm grateful for. For me, I'm grateful for coffee. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I love my coffee and I'm grateful for it. And it's so yummy. And once you think about the little things, it makes you put all the bigger things like in perspective, if that makes sense. Like during that storm on Sunday, I was like, you know what? Why am I afraid? I am in this apartment. It's sturdy. I don't have to worry about the windows busting open. I don't have to worry about anything like that. I am grateful to even be in this apartment because there's people out there who probably are in their cars and they live in their cars and they had to endure that storm. I bet that was just so scary. So in my head, I was like, why am I afraid? And I'm in a place that I'm safe. I have a bed that I can sleep on. I have clean water to drink. I have food in my fridge. And so when you think about things like that, you're romanticizing your life, but you're also practicing gratitude which I think everybody should do every day. And honestly, if you need help with that, I actually am going to have a blog post up on journal prompts that can help you guys if you want to practice gratitude. It's not going to be that many, and I feel like it's something you can do every day. But I, this is something I'm low-key passionate about also. I'm a multi-passionate person, so I definitely want to have that blog post up because I think taking time every day to realize what you're grateful for can help you be in the present moment also which I think is what romanticizing a life is all about so I think that's actually all the points that I have those are all the things that come to my mind about romanticizing your life I'm sorry if this episode was like kind of all over the place again I'm just in a different environment I'm downstairs so I feel really distracted and I'm just praying that there's not a lot of loud noises in the background but Guys, I, like I said in my last episode, whatever I talk about on the podcast is something that I'm either working on or I just recently got out of it. And this is definitely me romanticizing life is something that I'm working on right now. And I honestly just find so much joy in it. I literally take every day, day by day, I really try my hardest not to focus on the past and not spend too much time in the future because, and I said this before, I think, but depression is you know, kind of dwelling on things in the past and anxiety is depression for the future and you're focused on the future too much. And I think that's a problem that I have and I need to stop doing it. And I just want to be in the present moment. And I definitely got inspired for this episode after my honeymoon with Jackson because of course that went by quickly. It's already been three weeks since we've been married. And I knew on that honeymoon, I was like, I have got to enjoy this and be in the present moment because in however many days we were there, I was like, we're about to leave and go back to reality in a few days, which did happen because he left for work and I haven't seen him since because he's at work. But me romanticizing my life just helps me honestly slow down and smell the roses as cliche as that sounds but it has transformed my life for the better i literally find so much joy in my morning routine and my night routine the things i'm grateful for what i'm praying for i don't know it's just so lovely and i just really really hope that this spoke to you today that's all i have for you sorry if this episode was longer or i was all over the place again i was just really distracted but this was so fun for me to do and even just talking right now i have some ideas for next week episode so definitely tune in and don't forget to check out my show notes because there you can find my instagram bios you can find my website my youtube channel and i'll definitely make sure to have that gratitude blog post up by the time 
time this is uploaded so it should be there but you guys thank you so much for your love and support i love doing this again it's just so fun and rewarding for me and i just really hope you guys found it enjoyable and please don't forget my name is kendra with coffee with kendra and i will talk to you all very very soon bye